coming up on today's episode. So let this be a lesson to all of you ladies. Number one, secure the fucking bag. Number two, don't let your boyfriend, your husband, your partner, your spouse, whatever, get mixed in with your business shit. It's your fucking business. Don't mix the two together. Unless it's your business, your guys' business together. Completely different situation. But no, honey, no. You don't let someone else come into your business and start making decisions for you and start pulling the strings. It's not how it works. Number three, secure the fucking bag. Mic drop. I'm out. (laughs) Um... Hey guys, so it feels like it's been so long since I have recorded a solo podcast, so I feel like I'm just going to emotionally and verbally vomit all over the place. (laughs) Um, Podcasting is my outlet. I'm just kidding. It is though. It is like a nice creative outlet. So some big things happened in the podcasting world last week, and I want to talk about them because I think that they are very important for the podcasting space and just it's interesting stuff real interesting stuff but before we get started do me a quick favor and press the subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening on so this will help you get notified whenever I do release a new episode and while you're down there pressing the subscribe button leave me a five-star rating and maybe like a little review tell me how much you love me I need the validation okay thank you Um, and if you're bored during this time, come hang out with me on Instagram at Living Breely. I have been baking and cooking up a storm, which I know sounds really boring. Like the world does not need another banana bread recipe. I get it. I get it. I have made so many banana breads. When my dad was here with me, he kept having me buy him bananas every time I go to the grocery store and then he wouldn't eat them. And then we'd have like a gnat problem. And I hate gnats. You know, those, I don't, is that the, is that the correct term? Gnats? N-A-T-S? Fruit flies. Fruit flies is the other name for them. Uh, Yeah, it's a big problem with bananas. And I have made 90 million banana breads. That's not what I'm doing my Instagram stories. Um, I try to make it fun, really spice things up, you know. Um, I also need more friends, so slide into my DMs and let's chat, and maybe we can hang out when this whole Miss Rona situation passes. So I'm just going to cut the shit, and we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to cuss a little bit in this episode. I don't really have anything against profanity. I try to like keep it mellow for the most part, but I'm pretty like fired up about this week's podcast episode. So first things first, we're going to talk about Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's. I'm going to call him Uncle Joe. Can he be my uncle? (laughs) Um, Uncle Joe Rogan's $100 million deal with Spotify. Um, I actually just watched a little podcasting clip of someone else's podcast. These two guys that are actually friends with Joe Rogan. 
And they basically alluded it might even be more than $100 million, which we'll get into that. We'll talk a little bit about it. Um, And then we're going to dive into the Call Her Daddy podcast, a la Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports. (laughs) Um, Different... This is like a new little territory for me. I've never really like talked about other people's podcasts and like I don't feel like it's drama or gossip because there is a method to like why I'm discussing these things. So I'm going to break it all down. I've done my research like baby girl, a.k.a. me, went deep into the trenches to get all of this info together. I even watched a 34-minute video of Alex Cooper, the new single father of Call Her Daddy, and I sped that shit up to like 2.5 times because I was like, I don't have time for a 34-minute video explaining everything. I went back and I watched a specific Joe Rogan podcast episode with Sam Harris, and I almost fell asleep and then had to take a shot of green tea to perk myself back up. I do a lot of work, okay, and I just want to be recognized for it. So let's start off with this. Let's start off with the Joe Rogan. Allegedly, no one I think actually has a copy of the the contract, but it's allegedly worth a hundred million dollars plus deal with Spotify. He signed it last week, and he posted about it on his Instagram. A hundred million fucking dollars. Do you know what to do with a hundred million dollars? And granted, this is probably a three-year deal. I'm going to assume because that's how most agencies structure is a three-year deal. Um, So that, I mean, again, this is all allegedly no one really knows. No, no one's seen the contract. So granted, that will probably, that hundred million will be split amongst a couple of years. I'm assuming three. So what's that, like 33 point three million dollars a year. Did I do the math right? (laughs) I think my seventh grade algebra teacher is probably rolling in her grave. So look, that 33 million a year is probably just his base salary. I am sure that they're going to have in the contract somewhere. It's stipulated that he gets paid extra for downloads, probably getting some stock options, probably other fees and variables included in that. And I also was curious about Jamie. So if you guys know, if you guys have ever watched Joe Rogan's podcast, there is a man behind the scenes, not really behind the scenes because you can like easily find him on social media, but there's a guy named Jamie and he... I he needs a raise for sure. Like whatever, like is he part of this deal? Like how much is Jamie going to be getting? He is like the behind the scenes guy on the podcast. He sits in on the other side of the table that you don't see. So he like Googles a bunch of stuff for Rogan and he does the mixing and the streaming and like the tech stuff. He's a, I mean, he's a huge part of the podcast for sure. Um, And Joe seems like a fair dude. So I'm going to assume that he also cut Jamie into the deal. That's just, no one's talking about him. And I'm like, hopefully he's getting a cut of this deal of this hundred fucking million dollars. Uh, Look, I wouldn't even know what to do with that kind of money. 
Like, I know it sounds nice. Like, people are like, hell yeah, I'll take a hundred million. I mean, so would I. I'm not saying I would turn it down. But, like, I think about that sometimes. I'm like, if someone were to cut me a check for a hundred million dollars, I think, like, the first thing that I would do, okay, let's play this game. The first thing I would do, my dad retires buy him whatever car he wants, probably buy him two cars because I think he'd go like real fancy, get like a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or like something crazy. Like that's not a reasonable car to like drive around. So he'd probably get one of those and then he'd probably get like a nicer BMW or like whatever he wants. I don't know. Get him set up and like he wants to live in a high rise. I'd get him a high rise or condo somewhere. And then I'd start donating to charities for sure, specifically like in my hometown where I grew up in San Diego, um, set up some kind of like foundation charity situation. And then I'd probably start buying real estate investment properties and then like take my entire family on a vacation. But it would probably end up being like three different vacations because, you know, like in most families, aunts and uncles like fight they get in like there's drama so it, I couldn't just go on one vacation I'd have to take like half of my family somewhere one place and then the other half somewhere else and it it'd just be like a whole thing you know which I'm happy if I have a hundred million dollars I'll do whatever the fuck you want I mean like again I don't like Joe Rogan's been rich for a while obviously he's made a lot of money but like a hundred million dollars is just one of his in income streams like he's got other shit in the works he does other things he has on it he has his stand-up comedy he's had netflix specials he does the ufc thing i'm sure he has other investments that's it's gonna take him there's like rich and now he's like rich 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 like he's i mean i again i think because i'm not (laughs) rich like i'm like i don't even know what you do with that kind of money so but this is like gonna be a huge lifestyle change for him for sure i wouldn't even know how to touch like 10 million of a hundred million dollars like a million dollars alone is a lot of money to have and then like you multiply that by a hundred that's just crazy so if you're listening this is editing brie listening to the pre-recorded brie and Bree deleted <laughs> the rest of the audio file. So we're just going to start <laughs> where it left off. Sorry if this sounds different from the rest of the audio. So what can we, as in me and you, just average Joes? <laughs> I hope that joke hits. I hope you're listening and you're laughing at that joke. What can we learn from a deal this large? Well, for starters, it's a big hello to all of those people who are like, podcasting is dead. No one even listens to podcasts anymore. Or like your Aunt Cheryl, who's like, what's a podcast? Is that like NPR? Um, Clearly, Spotify feels like they're willing to invest a large fucking chunk of change, a hundred million dollars of chunks and change to be exact, exact. They see potential in Joe Rogan's podcast, which is why they're investing in it. Let's call it what it is. This is an investment 
into Joe Rogan's podcast. And someone, he has been podcasting for 10 years. So podcasting is very much alive and well. I think this deal is going to get more people who have either maybe started a podcast, but like they're not really doing anything with it. I think they're going to start pushing harder or it's going to spark a lot of other folks to create their own podcasts. And I'm honestly here for it. I think podcasting is a great medium, like I said in the beginning. And there is tons of space for everyone to to succeed on this platform and on this in this medium um, or platform, whatever you want to call it. So I one of the things when I was listening to the Sam Harris podcast with Joe Rogan, Um, is Joe was talking about how maybe for the first three or four years, he wasn't making any money from podcasting. He was solely doing it because it was fun. He was interviewing his friends. He was bringing experts on. And I think that's a great testament to say, like, look, if you stick with something, you could also sign a $100 million deal. Like, there's no difference between any of us I mean, granted, like Joe Rogan does have a platform and he's able to get some really popular guests and I'm not discounting his work whatsoever, but it's like, you just don't know what can happen when you stick with something. I heard this great quote the other day that was like, the only difference between failure and success is distance. So someone who's been podcasting for two years, three years, who hasn't really made any money from podcasting maybe they only have a really small listenership or whatever, you know, the case is that they're like, well, I'm a failure. I'm going to stop. What if they kept going? What if they didn't stop? What if they're the next hundred million dollar deal that Spotify brings in? So for me, this is a very inspiring thing that happened over the last week because it is one of the biggest deals in po- in the podcasting history in the podcasting space ever. So you know that other podcasting agencies and platforms are going to feel the pressure to also start signing big contracts or finding new talent. I have no doubt that we're probably going to see some very large deals come through by the end of the year and early next year. I just feel like there's no way that we won't. You guys know I'm not big into motivation. Inspiration is more my vibe. Um, It's inspiring because Joe Rogan made it possible for all of us to say, hey, I want $100 million too. Maybe not right now, but in the future, in 10 years, who knows what podcasting will be worth. Um, I mean, I'll take a cool million right now. Maybe not even a million. I'd take a cool 500K and sign a deal with a podcast agency if anyone... (laughs) Wants to sign my podcast, let me know. My email's in the show notes. Hit me up. But speaking of podcasting agencies, let's move into the call her daddy situation, the daddy gang. So for those of you who don't know Call Her Daddy, it's a podcast that is signed with Barstool Sports, which is Dave Portnoy's company. I believe he sold it, but he still runs it, I think. I may have, I think I, I might have listened to like one or two episodes of Call Her Daddy. I'll be real honest. It's raunchy. It's what they coined the term like um, locker room talk, but for girls or something like that. Not really my type of content that I'm into. I, like I said, I've listened to it and I was like, not my, 
not my jam, but I respect the shit out of what Sophie and Alex, the hosts of the show, um, have built in the last two, three years. And I think, you know, obviously I support them. I think they're doing amazing things. Just their show's not my jam. But I think when you're in an industry like podcasting, it's good to know who the other players are, right? So this week, some serious shit went down about their contract negotiations. So I'm going to break this down as simply as possible. There's so many different situations that like conspired to make the ending happen. I have done, like I said, I watched Alex's YouTube video. I watched Dave Portnoy's Twitter and Instagram videos. I read articles online. I have scoured through the tweets. <laughs> so I'm going to try to keep it as simple as possible and just give you guys the facts. Again, this is all allegedly like no one really knows the ins and outs of everything. So Alex and Sophia, the host of Call Her Daddy, signed a three-year contract with Barstool Sports. And they were pretty much a small podcast beforehand. I think they maybe had one or two shows up um, before Barstool signed them. And then they blew the fuck up. Like millions of downloads. They did merch, started doing YouTube videos, like the whole gamut. After a year, which Alex said in her 34-minute YouTube video, that their contract stated they could renegotiate every year. The girls went to Dave and Erica of Barstool and they were like, we want more money. Rightfully fucking so. Like, these girls are a boss, right? But here's the other thing that I don't think people realize when they sign with a podcasting agency is that you are more than likely, depending, obviously every contract's different, you're more than likely signing away the IP, which is the intellectual property. So the name Call Her Daddy does not belong to Sophia and Alex. It belongs to Barstool. So any, you know, phrases or terms or anything like that they used in the show technically belongs to Barstool. Any like they couldn't go to another agency and use the name Call Her Daddy because Barstool owns it. That's their intellectual property. So even though Alex and Sophia came up with it, it's they signed a contract And that means any merch or anything with Call Her Daddy on it, Barstool will collect a majority of the money and then give the girls a percentage or a royalty. The girls wanted their IP back, which in hindsight, like no one knew that they were going to blow up, that it was going to be this huge thing. So it's kind of like it sucks that you gave it away in the first place, but it's smart to even have the business savvy to know that you want it back. So this is where it gets tricky, Ricky. (laughs) Sophia, one of the hosts, has a boyfriend named Peter Nelson, who is an executive at a big, I don't know if I can even say the names of these companies. He is an executive at a big network. Let's put it that big, big network that ends in a B.O. and starts with the letter H. (laughs) And he starts... Chirp, 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 chirping into Alex and Sophia's ear that this is not an industry standard deal that they're getting from Barstool Sports. Industry standard deal. (laughs) And that they deserve a better deal. And he basically goes and uses his connections in the industry to start shopping their show to other networks. And this is kind of fucked up because they've signed this contract with Barstool's 
barstool sports like the way the easiest way to explain what shopping a show is like especially in this situation during contract negotiations this is like when you have a job and you're up for a promotion you're not really sure if you're gonna get it you're like trying to like you know suck ass to your boss but you're like I'm just gonna start looking for another job in the same industry just in case I don't get this promotion and you don't want your current boss to find out you're looking for a new job because then that might ruin your chances of getting the promotion that's like essentially what this whole situation is like so this little Peter fucking chirping Nelson dude basically gets them a deal with another agency allegedly of course Dave Portnoy from Barstool finds out because this is a small industry and is like you realize like we're gonna see the shit out of you both of you if you guys leave Barstool because you're within contract and you're breaching contract by even shopping your show around this is where the infamous rooftop deal from Portnoy's house um comes into play he basically offered them a killer deal. It was something like 12 months, 500K base, plus they get the IP back, plus like he was going to keep the alcohol from the IP and like a percentage of it or something. It was a good fucking deal is all I remember. The girls after 12 months, okay, one fucking year, one year, that's not a long time, could go to any other network. Or they could essentially go off on their own and probably make way more money doing it on their own than they could with any agency. And Alex was into the deal. Alex was like, yeah, like I'm into this. This is a good thing. Sophia was not. And Alex said in her YouTube video after this meeting, she realized her and Sophia were on two different pages. So lots of negotiations go down and it's this whole back and forth, which is the worst part about contracts like if anyone has ever ever done anything with contracts the back and forth is so stressful it's migraine inducing and according to Alex in her YouTube video she said that Sophia which at this point in the game I get the impression that a lot of this wasn't even Sophia it was all Peter Nelson which is like the worst part because I think Sophia really didn't have a say in this and I think if Peter Nelson wasn't in the picture none of this would have happened so when I talk about Sophia I really do think that it was just Peter Nelson pulling the strings they basically kept coming up with all of these different things that they wanted so Barstool would say okay we'll give you 15 Sophia would say I want 20 and then the ba- it was back and forth back and forth like a ping pong ball and then they'd give her what she wanted they'd give her the 20 percent and she'd be like okay well now I want 25 percent it's like well why didn't you tell us the first number that you really wanted like what you know it's a whole thing they're about to sign the contract and Alex gets a call from her lawyer that says Sophia's team which Alex was like, we never had fucking teams. Like, we didn't have agents or lawyers, like, up until this point, are coming up with a list of demands. And so Alex realizes, like, this is just going to keep going because they haven't recorded a podcast, I think, since, like, end of March, beginning of April. So they've been off the air. Like, they haven't been doing any, they haven't been doing any podcasts. So no one knows, like, what's going on, like, why the girls aren't posting podcasts. Alex is like, what the hell? No. And she calls up Dave Portnoy and says, like, I want the deal. 
So Alex fucking gets it done. She secures the bag and they, her and Dave sign a deal. And basically, Sophia is left with her chirpy chirp chirp Peter Nelson and no show. Alex is taking over Caller Daddy. She's doing her herself, which is awesome. Welcome to the club, girl. <laughs> I'm really sad you lost a best friend because that sucks and a business partner. Um, but she had to secure the fucking bag. She got it done. And she's probably going to be a multimillionaire in the next year because that brand is already so huge. And because of all this drama that blew up on Twitter and like people finding out about it, it's just going to propel her career even further. And what Sophia left with Peter fucking Nelson. I hope she gets married and I hope they don't get a prenup. Um, which like granted, they probably will never get married because I could see that prenup just like Peter Nelson's team saying one thing and Sophia's having another and like just going back and forth all time. That's a whole other situation. So let this be a lesson to all of you ladies. Number one, secure the fucking bag. Number two, don't let your boyfriend, your husband, your partner, your spouse, whatever, get mixed in with your business shit. It's your fucking business. Don't mix the two together. Unless it's your business, your guys' business together. Completely different situation. But no, honey, no. You don't let someone else come into your business and start making decisions for you and start pulling the strings. It's not how it works. Number three, secure the fucking bag. Mic drop. I'm out. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend, obviously, to know that I know all of the ins and outs of the deal, of the contracts, of the negotiations, but this is why it's really important before you sign with a podcast agency, if that's really something you want to do, and I'm not against pot, um agencies or agents at all, but just make sure you know what you're getting into. Make sure you know the potential of your brand, of what you want to create. I don't think Barstool was in the wrong here. These girls came to Barstool with a concept, like two shows. They weren't famous. They weren't well known. And so Barstool took a chance signing them. And then this is what happens in these situations. You know, having an agency supporting you and and behind your brand can do huge things for your podcast and your career. Like I said, I might want to sign with one soon, but just make sure that you get a lawyer who will really read through your contract with a fine tooth comb and explain to you what it all means and what things are going to look like if you do have the option to negotiate your contract or what's going to happen when your contract ends. Those are things that you have to think about. So those are the two lessons. One, secure the fucking bag. Uncle Joe Rogan, I'm waiting for my Tesla and my elk meat to be delivered. I can DM you my address. Just send it all over. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. Okay, I hope that this help this podcast was helpful. This is the third time I've recorded it, so sorry if I'm like a little bit loony toony but i will see you guys next week for a new episode i don't know what it's gonna be about but i know that it will be good all right be kind be well be grateful love you mean it bye